This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is sponsored by Pure Creative Apparel. From logo design to specialty clothing to branded merchandise, the team at Pure Creative Apparel can take your ideas and bring them to life. You can find out more at purecreativeapparel.com. And we thank Pure Creative Apparel for sponsoring this week's show. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 67 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy, of course. And I am your humble co-host, Dana. Happy podcast anniversary. Happy podiversary? Podiversary. 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 Two years. Two. I can't believe that. I cannot believe it has been two years. Me either. Time flies when you're having fun. Yes. And we've done so much. We've seen so much. So, my humble co-host, I have a question for you. I will do a third year. Will you do a third year? (laughs) Yay! Today starts the third year. That was not legitimately my question. Oh, oh, okay. So, so what was your question then? My question was, what are some of your favorite moments from the past year, the second year? You know, this is a question you should have mentioned to me in show prep, but... I did. (laughs) Two days ago in passing, while we're getting ready for work doesn't count as show prep. Oh, my God. Um, Well, I can honestly say that my, I think my favorite race of the year Mm. would be the Donna half marathon in Jacksonville, Florida back in January, Um, February, January, February, the beginning of February, beginning of the year. Um, that, that is for me, one of my favorite races that we do. I want to keep that in our regular rotation of races. Oh yeah. Um, The Donna half marathon is the race to end breast cancer. And we all are in some way, shape, or form, touched by this horrible disease. Yes. And this race in the Mayo Clinic and the doctors and researchers who are there doing what they can to put it into breast cancer in the 21st century. So going to support that is a fantastic cause, I think, is, is one of my absolute favorites. Um, I would have to agree with you. And if you are thinking about doing that race weekend, it's not just a half marathon. It is a 5K and a full marathon. And an ultra. And an ultra. So you can choose the distance that works for you and you can support. The Donna Foundation is such an amazing organization. And I had on my list as one of my favorite moments the moments that we had kicking off the entire weekend interviewing Jeff Galloway, Donna Deegan, and Dr. Edith Perez. Yeah, that was a fantastic interview. Um, you got a chance to talk to the the three who really made that race happen in the first place. And oh. great 
great interview, great information, and just a, a fantastic weekend. I, so I would say that the, in, as far as races go, that's oh, the one that really sticks out in my mind. Totally. Totally. But it's hard not to think about Jeff Galloway's race in December. Well, I was going to say, and uh, right up there with it was the moment that you PR'd at Jeff Galloway's yeah. race this year. Oh, um, I think I was so afraid I was going to damage our microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you did yell pretty loud. I did. I was so happy. But uh, no, it was that was a, that was a great personal achievement moment for us, and yes. and uh, seeing the excitement on your face when you PR'd there was really good, and I I, I always joke with Amy about that because I said, you know, by the end of that race, especially yeah. the last part of it, um, where you're running around the perimeter of Piedmont Park, it, there's, a, there's a good bit of uphill. Oh, there. yeah. Now, Jeff is quick to tell you that you finish lower than At you start lower that race. elevation, yes. <laughs> but there are a bunch of hills in between the start and the finish point. And uh, by the end of that one, and that was my fault. I had not put the work in ahead of that race. So oh. I was feeling my lack of training. And, uh, you know, when you were ready to PR, I'm like, just go, I'll catch up. And I was doing my best to keep up with you, but you, uh, you, I'm you yelling at out. him. Come on, come on. We have a minute left. Let's go. Let's go. But I also think you thrive a little better in cold weather running and, oh, yeah. than I do. I, for me, it, it makes me, uh, stiffer and for, it? for you, it makes you faster. So I don't know what um, it is. So that's, or maybe it's just that race weekend in particular. Yeah, maybe because the, it's different from Donna's race. Because I want to soak up every moment of all of those neighborhoods mm -hmm. on her course. So PRing is not really at the top of my mind. No. At no, that I mean, weekend. That race is really, it's for us, I mean, there are certainly people who go there and, and PR. Oh, and they're definitely. Running for, running for time. It's possible at both races. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that at Donna, if you're going for the experience of the race and you oh. don't care about your time you can get so much out of just interacting just, with the, the people in the community there yeah I just don't I just love stopping where they have gotten up early and made breakfast and they have it in the neighborhood and the DJs they're not really I mean they're neighbors and just talking to the people who are out there supporting this race and I mean it's, yeah. it's funny to, it sounds weird to say it you know we you're running through these neighborhoods and these folks are just basically coming out on their own yeah. and deciding I'm going to, you know, be out there for a couple of hours at least yeah. and, and support people as they come running past my house mm -hmm. and they, and they just embrace you for being there. And they embrace you. So really that wasn't a weekend where I was wanting to PR. I was wanting to soak up the course and the people and the feeling and, at Jeff's race, I just really wanted to get to the end, to see him, to get that medal, to really reclaim that from the from the battle we had the year before. Yeah, that's the the race for for those of you who might have joined us um, this year and you weren't aware. Um, last year at Jeff's race at mile one, that's where you had that really bad. Um, you you found a pothole. I did with your ankle. I did. And that was at mile one mm -hmm. and you persevered and pushed through yeah. and, and finished the race on that ankle that swole Ugh. up to about the size of my calf. Yeah, it was bad. But um, she did it. It was bad. But, but it I, was, this was, a, this was a year really for you reclaiming a couple of those races. 
Well, I would say also a favorite experience of mine would be not really the entirety of the race, although Run Disney is awesome and they do it right and the medals and the course, the on-course entertainment and just running through the parks is so awesome. Mm -hmm. And Carissa and Rudy and all the rest of the race announcers, they really do it right. They do. But coming there this year, because I was picked up at mile 10 the the year before, Mm -hmm. just, it was, it was a year of battling that past year and just starting off that race and you falling back a corral and I'm, I'm primarily running that race by myself, but then the Till moment. about mile, yes, what, 11? 11, and yeah. we're on the boardwalk, and I just, I love the moment where you're filming, because this was before we went to primarily audio, mm-hmm. that where you, where you said, I, I don't think she knows I'm here yet, or what? I, I was kind of almost Whatever like Steve winning it, like it, it, filming you, like, you know, I'm sneaking up on you from behind oh, in the crowd. Great. And like the minute I blurt out that, oh, I don't think she sees me yet. She turns around and it makes was- eye contact <laughs> with me. I'm like, ah, oh, I've been spotted. It was great. But, but, you know, that was my, my whole point was, you know, you had done so much weight loss this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't, don't really know cause we don't, we're not a weight loss podcast. No. So we don't talk about it all that much, you know, but we, Oh gosh, just a little over a year ago, a uh, year and two months ago, kind of transitioned uh, six days a week of, of primarily plant-based eating mm-hmm. and then one day a week of drunken frat boy. So that's what you call that's it. That's what I call it. Yeah. Uh, so six days a week, we eat nothing but beans, greens, vegetables, cruciferous vegetables, fruit. fruit. And then on day seven, whichever day we choose that to be, that's the day that we eat whatever we want. And mm-hmm. that's if we're going to have any alcoholic beverage or whatever we can. Um, mm-hmm. And you dropped like 70 something pounds yeah. with that. I yeah. dropped about the same amount of weight. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a, you know, that made such a difference in your running. And it did. And it did. I got stronger. I felt stronger. You got stronger. You've been doing more yoga and mm-hmm. all that. So, I mean, you've, you've done a lot of, of, you know, homework yeah so your reaction on camera even though I didn't see it until after the race and we were when we were reviewing the footage I just think like you saying how proud you were well my whole point of of dropping back that corral was really to make you do it or get you to do it on your own Mm. and build that confidence so you would know and because I knew you could do it I'd seen how much work you put in but you just never know what's going to happen on a on a race course on a race day. It's again, we know you're one <laughs> twisted ankle away from a bad run, bad race day. Yeah, and uh, you know, or, or having to go get your knee scoped. Or and you just want it so bad. You work hard. Everybody who listens to our podcast, who is a runner or a run walker, knows you put a lot of time and effort, and it's not just that moment where you cross the finish line when Carissa announces our podcast or something really, you know, you feel that sense of accomplishment. That's all the work that no one else sees Mm -hmm. leads up to that. Yeah. And we worked hard. You worked hard. You worked hard. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. 
So, okay, so those are favorite moments. Yeah, those uh, are favorite moments from from races. Now, how about your uh, favorite food? Oh, item or eatery? Oh, well, and you know, gosh, it's so hard to choose just one. With the understanding that if you the one you choose doesn't mean you don't love the others know, any less. It's like choosing your favorite child. It is. Oh my gosh. Or your favorite dog or cat. Which I can't do because we have four of them and I but love them. Of all of the I amazing oh. places we've gone this year, what's the what's the one that stands out in your mind? I have two moments that I would like everyone to know. They are my favorites from as far as the food that we've had i think that the interview and the appetizer that we had at poppy's mexican restaurant with marcos Mm -hmm. yeah oh he was so great and his appetizer that was those peppers and that cheese that was so so good. It really was. Oh my gosh. And the pizza in Key West at Henry and Eli's. Oh, this that was a, that was the seafood pizza. pizza. Oh my god, it was like shrimp scampi but oh, on a pizza with scallops and oh crab and it was just Amazing. It really was. Amazing. And they were such great people. Such great people. Yeah. Okay. So those are yeah. your two. I I mean, all of it was so amazing. It's so hard to choose. I I agree. Yeah. It is hard to choose. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to my old hometown of Atlanta. Oh. And give a little bit of love to our friends over there at the Wrecking Bar Brew Pub. Oh, they're so good. This place is so good that we've gone there not once, twice but twice in the last the couple of years on the show. Once yeah. was for a dinner, um, dinner type food. The other was for brunch. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, they are doing such amazing food. And I really appreciate these guys as far as the work that they're doing on the food. But also, the fact that they took a, a place that the Wrecking Bar was a was an architectural artifacts uh, dealer. Like if you wanted to buy a little wrought iron gate for your house, and mm-hmm. uh, you you could go there, and they yanked one off of an old place that was getting knocked down, and mm-hmm. they had it there. Or if you needed a gargoyle, or if you needed a, you know, something that was not just a plaster cast mold of something, mm-hmm. and that was back in the nineties. And the place fell into disrepair and then became just a target for vandals. And, and these guys bought it and they are they refurbed it. It's part of the little Five Points neighborhood. Mm. And it is just killer as far as the food. Oh, they're, it's amazing. And they're doing so much with uh, local farm uh, to table and bringing some life back into that that area, which I think is just great. So I have to go back to my old hometown for that one. I mean, the country fried steak. Oh, my goodness. With that gravy. It was amazing. It really was. So tasty. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and then, 
It's so hard. It, it really, Isn't it hard? It, it's really hard. Um, and then I would have to probably say um, our most recent visit to Kentucky also. Oh, yeah? But I'm going to go with Red State Barbecue. Oh. The owner was so fantastic to he come and was. sit with us. David and we Carol. got to try s- such a great sampling Ugh. of his food. The guy is just doing that sausage. Uh, amazing barbecue. And Brisket. it's worth the the. Uh, the drive out chicken wings you know you just absolutely gotta gotta go there if you're in uh, that part of kentucky oh it was great so those are my two for food amazing yeah so we run we've eat drink what about drink yeah oh it's so hard and i just i think I think of our Jacksonville brewery visits mm-hmm. when I think about some of my favorite moments from this past year. And I, I can't help but think about all the knowledge that was dropped on us at Southern Swells. Well, they do know what they're talking about when it comes to beer. It was awesome. And to know about the different hops and, oh, you know, we, we like the Galaxy hops. We like the citrusy-based kind of hops mm-hmm. as, as opposed to anything with the piney kind of finish. And where that all kind of comes from, that was just kind of scratching the surface of our knowledge about beer. And he was just so giving. He really was. In, the, um, in all the knowledge and the stories yep. behind the Southern Swells. And, and what inspired each of the beers. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, they were very good. Um, real, yeah. Really, um, them and Engine 15, they were both fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, you're not wrong. Those are uh, yeah. great picks. Yeah. And or that's they, a great pick. And so, even though I'm not normally an IPA fan, although I have you're coming been around. introduced to some this mm-hmm. year. I would say Southern Swells, since that's their wheelhouse, I would say that was one of my favorite experiences in in a brewery. Okay. Yeah, and Engine 15 was also great. Well, I'm going to go a little more recent. And Wicked Barley was great, too. Wicked oh. Bar- we actually, we, we hit the trifecta there. Oh. Um, but I'm going to go more recent. Okay. And I'm going to say that our visit out to Huntsville, Alabama... Oh, yes. Ended up yielding uh, just a bunch of great moments as we've been talking about on episodes and and, uh, the most recent Quick Bite. So great. But of the breweries that were there, um, one that we talked about uh, that I really loved was Innerspace. Yeah, they were super cool. The family running it's great. I didn't have a bad beer in the flight I put together for myself. Love the space vibe. Mm. Fantastic. I mean, just absolutely fantastic. Who knew a Goza could taste so good? And see, you even, you're you're right there. That salted, um, that was a salted key lime Goza? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if that's in the title. I don't remember, but it was awesome. So, you had some great picks. I got some great picks, and that's... And in a year where you can talk to people like Olympian Jeff Galloway and... Olympian Meb Kofleski. Oh, 
Oh my gosh. And Amazing. We also, and we also had, you know, just, just some fantastic restaurant tours, yes. uh, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, from Red State. We had Marcos and David. Marcos, Marcos was from Poppies. From Poppies, David out there, Lisa Larkin in Tampa. Oh my at gosh. Asian Kitchen. I mean, we just had the opportunity to meet just some of the coolest people. And Lisa showered us with food. Well, I think that she was very proud of what they're oh. making there and with good reason. Amazing given that we've, food. We've been back twice, twice now and just in our civilian life to oh to just go and eat and enjoy and not review and photograph so, oh yeah um such yeah, great food great people that we and get to great people meet all year and, and people that represent great causes when i think about us going to kentucky for bourbon and beyond and running the navy seals foundation the jogging for frogmen yep uh, they very were such great people too welcoming folks out there yeah and yeah, I'd go back in a heartbeat for that yeah. race again. So when I think about interviews and the people that we met, that those are just as valuable, those experiences and those lessons and, and what they teach you. I just can't wait to see what the third year brings because the second year was full of some great people, great races, even on the race course, people that we met. I just can't thank all of them enough for the amazing moments that we brought to the show. I agree completely. Yeah. So thank you all very much. Yes. And so happy anniversary to you and to me and to all of our listeners. Thank you for staying subscribed and staying tuned. And we can't wait to share a third year with you we've got some exciting races coming up that we've planned and i i just can't wait and today's episode kicks off uh year three yes because we just got back from doing the first in the run disney virtual race series super exciting by completing the june 5k around the boardwalk at uh Disney. So I know we had a couple of episodes back, a discussion, and we had some listener comment and we had some calls in about virtual races and whether or not people do them or find value in doing them and things like that. So we made this virtual, but really kind of not so virtual. We did the virtual race that's sponsored by Disney. At at Disney. The Disney property. At Disney. At Walt Disney World in Orlando. And, I mean, I made you get up at a ridiculous hour. 2 a.m. wake up, 3 a.m. departure, 6 a.m. arrival. We had to get there when the Boardwalk Bakery opened. And we did. Yeah. Um, actually, by the time we <laughs> we uh, we got up to the area, we arrived, we stayed at uh, one of our favorite hotels up there. And again, not a sponsorship, just a recommendation. If you're looking for an awesome hotel property that gives oh, you yes. an experience that is like being on an official Disney property, but um, maybe not quite at quite the price premium for a premium hotel you can catch some pretty great deals there you can catch great deals yeah. at the hilton bonnet creek the hilton bonnet creek amazing uh, so we actually arrived up there at 6 a.m a little after 6 a.m yeah and just on a lark we said well we can maybe check our bags and park the car and then just catch an uber ride over well right um as it turned out they said no we can go ahead and get you into your room now amazing so we actually were able to check in and be out <sighs> of the hotel 
by about seven o'clock. Mm. And then we, we took a ride, got a ride over to the boardwalk and started our um, virtual 5K. Yeah, so shout out to Hilton. And hey, congratulations on celebrating 100 years. 100 years in business. And we know why, because your customer service is second to none. That lazy river at that hotel is second to none. Everyone at the pool bar was great. All of your offerings are amazing. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we, because we do so much traveling, we try to maximize uh, any rewards that we get so that we can, you know, maybe get an extra day here or there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we've, we've done pretty well using the Hilton Honors system. Again, not, not a sponsor, not a sponsorship, although Hilton, if you'd like to. Yeah. Info at runnydrink.net, just saying. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But so we got over to the boardwalk and it was about a little after seven. And it was what? It it was daylight. It was just starting to get daylight. Just starting to be daylight. And we we Ubered there. We lifted there. Mm -hmm. And we, we started off with coffee because, come on, if you follow my Instagram, if you follow our Instagram, you know coffee is life. Yes. And we must have good coffee. So we headed uh, over to the boardwalk mm-hmm. um, and you basically walk right through the hotel and out onto the boardwalk proper. Gorgeous. You hang a right and you're right there at the boardwalk bakery, mm-hmm. which is one of the few food establishments over there that's open that early. They actually open at 630 in the morning Yeah, and they do fresh baked goods, mm-hmm. coffee and breakfast sandwiches. Yes. So yes. we headed over there. We hadn't had anything for breakfast. Nope. And it's about a three-hour car ride for us. So mm-hmm. we had coffee in the morning before leaving, headed up. We headed right there and uh, went into the Boardwalk Bakery. You're immediately greeted. Super friendly people. They are. The pastry case at 7 a.m. Oh, my gosh. Chock full. Everything's gorgeous. Yeah. Bagels, sandwiches, ready to go. We cupcakes got great, if you wanted them. Yeah, if you wanted to eat the really, really sugary stuff that mm-hmm. early. Um, we got great little photos and video snippets for that. Yep, we and do. You'll share some of that on I social will. this week, right? Yep. Um, but what we we actually went there with a mission. Yes, we did. Uh, they have two um, standout breakfast sandwiches that we wanted. Yes. To try, I had my eye on one. You had your eye on the other. I had the butter butter sandwich. And do tell, what is Can that you, all about? It, 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 it looks like a panini pressed sandwich, let me tell you. It is, uh, oh my God, so good. It is so good. It has, f- what, fontina cheese, scrambled eggs, and a ham. And looking at a picture of it now, it, it, oh my God, the tanginess from the cheese and the saltiness, not overly salty, but the saltiness from the ham. So delicious. The bread was so soft. It wasn't tough at all. It just, it was the absolute perfect bite. It, It was nice, soft bread with those great grill marks from a panini. Oh, it was, yeah, I, I know that we both got two different breakfast sandwiches and we agreed to half them and to trade, but I was so close to not giving you the other 
half. Well, what I like knowing is that you and I were really on the same page because I had the same thought because I went a little bit different with mine. You had that one, which I did have a bite of yours and it was very good. Um, I went a little different. And yes. instead of going with the butter butter, I went with the ooey gooey. I mean, their names are, are you know, something else here. But, it's fun. Uh, you know, they do uh, an artisan roll, which is uh, kind of like a, like a brioche almost. Um, so it had a little more crust, a little more chew to the bread. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a little firmer. It says, uh, the description says cage-free egg. The egg was fr- uh, fried on mine. Uh, cheddar, mozzarella. Capicola, bacon, oven dried tomato. Mm. I mean, that was different. Come on. And, you know, you had, you know, the, I love a good fried egg sandwich uh, for breakfast oh, anyway, yeah. you know, but when you have the capicola and the, the meatiness, the saltiness from the meat, the bacon, mm-hmm. the cheese, the pull of the cheese was perfect. I mean, it was just this hearty, mm-hmm super satisfying bite especially for somebody who's you know only doing you know meat about once a week Mm. um and it was different from bacon you know like you always see bacon it would just that uh, you don't see capicola in a breakfast sandwich all the time no no you don't i mean you know the it was nice because it had bacon on it also but that capicola is typically not something at least right where we live is not something that you see on a breakfast sandwich. Right. And, you know, the oven dried tomato, you know, like a sun dried tomato, you know, gave it a little bit of the tartness and sweetness. Mm. Um, there was nothing bad about that sandwich at all. That, that is one of the best. Um, I mean, that would be good anywhere, you know, not just at Disney, but I mean, we had even talked about this. This is a perfect spot. Like if you're staying over there near, um, Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. going there in the morning, grabbing mm-hmm. breakfast at the Boardwalk Bakery, and yeah. then heading over to the park, either yep. walking over to Epcot or walking over to Hollywood. That yep. would be the absolute way to go. Yeah, and it's a be- it was a beautiful morning. It was. Uh, we're we're lucky down where we're at. It's all uh, this time of year. It's so hot and humid. Yep. Anytime we go north uh, towards Tampa or Orlando, it typically is a few degrees cooler and a good bit less humid. So yeah, it was great. So we had nice fuel for that 5K. We did. We did. Our 5K kind of took place around the the boardwalk. Epcot, um, some of the Epcot resorts, and it was just... A gorgeous little course, which is actually, uh, they have a picture up by, I think it's the Yacht and Beach Club that say that it is a running trail, like a certified running trail. Yes. So it's well, something I don't like, know if it's certified by anybody, know. but it's they've measured it they've off. They've measured the distance, I guess and is what I mean. And uh, it's 0.8 miles mm-hmm. around, yeah. I believe, is yeah. what the sign said. Yeah. And um, so. yeah, I mean, basically you're doing a loop, but it has got such neat scenery. It really does. And it is just a a serene location. It is part of the race course for uh, the Wine and Dine Half Marathon and Star Wars, I believe. Yes, I think so you're right. Yes, you are actually getting to see what that that segment of the race course is like. I will say that uh, that that time of morning, it was kind of nice. Uh, that while there was 
wet sections of the boardwalk, most of it had dried. Yeah, and we saw we were not the only runners out there. Oh, no, there were tons, tons of, people of people running who were staying in either the yacht club, the beach club, or... And I would venture to guess that the there boardwalk. are some locals that will come and do that loop. I can't imagine why, why not. Would. I mean, yeah. it's a it's a great place. And like I said, you can do your run, you can get your coffee, you can get your breakfast. Mm-hmm. Great coffee, in a, too. in one place that's secure and mm-hmm. safe yep. and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And yes, the coffee was really good. It was. So, it was. So... That is a great breakfast spot on the Disney properties. Mm -hmm. And if you are going to be doing any vacationing in the Orlando area, heading over to the Boardwalk Bakery for breakfast before you head into the parks, not Not, a bad way to go. Not a bad way to start the day. Especially if you're going to try to do rope drop. Yes. If you're trying to get into a park right at the open. Yeah. That place opens long enough before so that you could go get your coffee, get your breakfast, get on transportation and head to your respective park and then get queued up to go inside. I mean, we did our 5K and then we headed over to Hollywood. Well, with the actual walk over to Hollywood, what we ended up doing... That was part of our 5K, yeah. It was part of our 5K. We actually walked from from that area over by the boardwalk, uh, did the loop a few times, and then headed right down along the water all the way to the main entrance at Hollywood Studios for rope drop and <laughs> that is part of the race course yeah that whole segment that's a, that's the part towards the end that really narrows and you're not really making up any time no. once you get to that spot in, in any of the disney races no no so so we made it there and and rope drop at hollywood was a different experience for me usually we're at the gates and they won't let you do your magic band and fingerprint and go into the park until after the official opening. But they had us going through those booths and they were kind of queuing us up in the different areas of the park. They would queue you up um, right until you get to the main fork, basically, that would take you off to like the different segments of the park um, that allowed you to go inside to, surprise, surprise, do some shopping Mm. and go to their (laughs) go to their first um, I guess their first quick service restaurant, which is right there. It looks like it's in a firehouse. That's like a, it's kind of like a, like a Starbucks. It's got quick service food and coffee. Oh yeah. It's where you were holding the coffee sign for the, mm-hmm. for the park employee. Oh, so great. Yeah. It's a Starbucks. So, uh, we got to queue up right in there yeah. and, uh, go right in at rope drop. And we got to do uh, a couple of rides. We did. We did like, you know, star tours and toy story mania and super fun. So we headed over to the, the toy story land and we got to do, um, the Toy Story Mania, and we got to so much have fun. something that's meant for the adults. I got to have something very refreshing. Well, they, you know, they are going to take care of the parents while they have their kids there, you know. Of course. Well, before we go on, I'm going to take a minute to tell you all about our friends at Pure Creative Apparel. Anybody can silkscreen a shirt. Look, we know it's true. I, I did it as a project in high school. But the team at Pure Creative Apparel is really much more than that. They will take you through the entire process to create your custom items right from the very beginning with the design of your artwork or company logo, then create mock-ups to show you what the finished product will look like and help you select just the right high-quality name-brand clothing or other merchandise on which you're going to place your artwork or your logo, and then they'll get you your items fast. 
Or if you're not looking to get into the whole online sales thing and you don't want to worry about inventory, packaging, shipping, and all of that, Pure Creative Apparel has a complete e-commerce package available. So whether you're a school, church, or club needing just a few shirts for a special event or a company looking for a complete branding package, Pure Creative Apparel can help. Find out how by going to purecreativeapparel.com. And we really thank them for their support of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. So you found something that's really for the parents at Toy Story Land. Yes, it's at Woody's Lunchbox. And it's called the Grown Ups Lemonade with vodka, lemonade, and black cherry puree. Ooh. It was quite refreshing. I mean, you can have your coffee at that time of the morning after the 5K. But I just wanted something that was really refreshing because the sun had started to make its way overhead. We were a little sweaty. I'm not going to lie. I think that it could sneak up on you. It did not taste alcoholic in any way. No, no. I got <laughs> I got to taste it a little bit, and I was like, oh, yeah. boy. Um, yeah. And actually, I, th- I think you're right. If you hadn't told me that that had um, alcohol in it, I would have. Black cherry lemonade? Yeah. It wasn't like a shake or a frozen drink consistency at all. No, it had ice cubes in it. And yeah. it, it was just refreshing. Well, I. Yeah. Don't blame you one bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it got hot there. Yeah. But um, yeah. we found a couple of other tasty beverages, but um, not there. Not uh, no. Not at the park. So our last day, we decided we were going to go and get some lunch on our way out of town. Right. So we packed up from the hotel and we went over to Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yes. Because we thought we were going to grab, uh, you know, maybe a, a beverage with some lunch over there. Yes. And we ended up going to the Sanaa Lounge. Yeah. At the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Gorgeous. Oh my gosh, so pretty. And yeah. right there by the uh, by the Savannah View, so you had the animals outside the window. Yes, we didn't sit. We sat at the bar. And shout out, cast, compliment, whatever you want to say to Joe. Our, Joe was awesome. Our bartender slash server slash he did it all. He did. Yeah, he was amazing. But you would look over our shoulders and we could see through the restaurant to the Savannah view because the windows were huge. So we saw some giraffe. Yeah, giraffes just hanging out, just, doing their thing. You know, whatever. Giraffes, giraffing. Some, some birds, all of that. It was awesome. It was so well-themed, and you really felt like you were experiencing just, yeah, some of the great Savannah views, animals. And when we went into the Sanaa Lounge, because there was an hour wait for the restaurant, and we were like, well, we need to get on the road, got to avoid some bad weather that's on the way. We decided to sit in the lounge because you don't have to have a reservation and there was no wait. And you could walk right in. That was the best part. Walk right in, sit right there at the bar. And Joe was so knowledgeable. He, We said, well, we've heard nonstop about this bread service from all these podcasts that we listen to, like the Be Our Guest podcast and all the the Disney food groups that we follow on Facebook and things like that. So this had... Five different breads and nine different sauces. And they're from spicy to sweet. Yeah. And 
the the breads are fresh made. These are flat breads that they cook back there. They do it all in the, on site in the tandoor. Uh, it is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Everything you've heard about it is true. Not terribly expensive. No, I really it wasn't. It I mean we split that and that was huge. It was huge because it had five different the traditional naan, the garlic nin- ginger naan, the spiced naan, the onion kulcha. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I may butcher this, and the paneer paratha. Yeah, so those are different types of flatbreads. Yeah, like they're fresh made. Yeah, delicious and warm. A, a perfect for a light mm-hmm. lunch for two. Yeah, you know. So and then the sauces. I mean, the cucumber raita, the roasted red pepper hummus was awesome. So flavorful. The the mango chutney. Mango chutney was really good, but Fruity, Joe, spicy. as he sees me gravitating yes. towards the hot stuff, goes, oh, yes. so how hot do you like it? I'm like, I, I, I like spicy food. I grew up eating traditional Thai food. And he says, let me bring you something. And he goes back and gets this stuff <laughs> called Peely Peely sauce, Peely which he Peely. kind of called a mother sauce for some of the other stuff that they do. I, yeah. And it's basically this, this pepper puree with spices in it. And it it was an attention getter as far as the heat goes. It had a lot of Scotch bonnet pepper, which in it. he didn't tell us about until after he'd brought it over. Oh, he's like, it's really spicy. Um, you know, might want to be careful with that. And I'm like, I'm good. And I'm spooning it <laughs> onto my onto my bread. And then you know, I, I bite into it. The flavor is really good, but as you're chewing, it starts building. It starts building. Oh. And I'm, like, I'm like, oh yeah, I may have made a I may have so made a horrible though. mistake here, but I didn't. It kind of tapers off and. Fortunately, we found a couple of delicious beers a to reason cool us off. An entree, if you will, into the drink segment of our show. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I mean, you entreed us with your Well, your I did grown with, the grown up up vodka. Up, with the grown-up vodka. Well, uh, vodka is for grown-ups. Or your so grown-up lemonade. Grown-up lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> yes. But, I mean, like, legitimately... We had a reason to have refreshing beer. We did, and yeah. um, this was stuff that's pretty pretty unique. And yeah. you went, you literally went out of out of country for yours. I did imported from Kenya, East African Breweries Limited, I guess. The Tusker Premium Lager at four point two percent ABV, and it it was really like a golden yellow, and it was a bottle. It didn't come off the tap. And, I mean, I got just mild, medium carbonation, and it was just really refreshing after that spicy sauce. Lagers, I think, make it a, such a great accompaniment to spicy food in general. I mean, that's why you get, you know, great Mexican lagers like Modelo. Yeah, and they, and they <laughs> say that this Tusker is akin, it's like a harp. But yeah, I think I would, maybe a harp had a little bit of a more bitter finish. I would agree with that. Than this did. Yeah. This, I got like corny, malty kind of light body, mm-hmm. you know, and mouthfeel. Highly drinkable. Mm-hmm. I would have had a, a few. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> but what? Yes, let's talk about the lager you had. Well, given that we were just getting one 
and only one with a meal. Um, I also went with a lager because I wanted to just try something that was unique to the spot that we were having our delicious food at. And come to find out that Disney partners with Anheuser-Busch to make something that is specific for them to serve there, and it's called their Safari Amber. This is an American Amber uh, or an American Red Lager that is manufactured just for Disney. Uh, the best thing that I could I could liken it to would be like Blue Point Toasted Lager or maybe like a Killian's Irish Red. Joe likened it to Yingling, and he was really spot, spot on. Very smooth, very drinkable, mm-hmm. right around 5% ABV. Malty. Uh, very malty, but balanced. It had a, you know, had, a, had a good bit of bite to it. I, I enjoy, like, again, lighter-bodied, breadier beers mm-hmm. that are great with spicy food. And like I said, that Peely Peely sauce... <laughs> called for it and this was a perfect accompaniment so you were sweating it's not a yeah i was and that your cheeks were my cheeks were sweating that's why i know it's good (laughs) yeah it's it's not so hot that i can't talk but it makes the my cheeks right under my eyes start to sweat and you know it's good yeah (laughs) so that is what i had but and and i I know not a microbrewery it's brewed by anheuser-busch they spill more beer than most microbreweries actually or craft brewers brew in a year i get it but you know they're, they're no dummies and they paired a perfect uh, red lager or uh, for the food that they're serving there. Yeah. And Joe recommended it and he wasn't wrong. It was, it was a really good pick. So both of them were delicious. You know, I, I, I don't want to refreshing. ever get into like beer religion arguments about, you know, never having an Anheuser-Busch product because, you know, most of these companies mm. are, you can always find something good in their, in their repertoire. So we like to support local breweries, local tap houses, but you know, I mean, it, but occasionally, but occasionally, Anheuser Busch, some of the big boys get it right. Yeah. So they have some great stuff when they partner with Disney. This is a fantastic beer. This would be mm-hmm. a great beer to have by the pool. Yeah. There. Oh well, I thought that about the Tusker. Yeah, and I also, would agree with Tusker. The Tusker as well. Premium Lager. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that is the drink segment, but we have a bonus segment. Yes. We have a bonus segment because we have something special for this episode, for this week to commemorate. Well, it is our second anniversary. And any anniversary needs a celebration. It needs a celebration. And we want to reward and celebrate you as our audience, as our viewers before we became a an audio podcast and then when we transitioned to audio you stayed with us and we gained some new listeners and we just want to say thank you and our friends at pure creative apparel have sent us some great swag and we want to share a swag bag Mm -hmm. with a couple of our listeners yes we do so we're doing a giveaway both on Facebook and on Instagram. So really, there are two. Yes, one for each. One so for each. The rules for uh, Facebook. First of all, um, we can only ship to the U.S. and Canada, guys. True, true. So I don't know. U.S. and Canada, only this go-round. 
Um, We're going to try and figure it out. We'll figure it out. But for right now, U.S. and Canada only. Um, rules for Facebook. To for, enter, to win, what do they need to do? For Facebook, we will be posting this episode on Facebook on our Run, Eat, Drink podcast page at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And that post, we want you to like, of course, and to tag one of your fellow runner, foodie, or um, buddies that enjoy a, a good beer or a great meal or delicious cup of coffee or delicious cup of coffee or enjoy or may enjoy one of the races that we feature. So tag one of your friends and share the episode. That's it. Like, tag, share. Like, tag, share. And you're entered. Yes. That's on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Now, for the folks on Instagram. For the folks on Instagram, we can't post the episode proper there. So we will post the artwork, as we always do, and we say that the link is in our our profile, our bio. Mm-hmm. When we post it, love it, give it a little heart. Click on the heart. Click on the heart or double tap the artwork. So you'll love it. Tag a friend, and that's it. So, love it and tag a friend. Love it and tag a friend. So, there's two ways to win on two different social media uh, platforms. platforms. Yep. That's all we're asking you to do. Yep. The, um, and make sure that on Instagram you are following the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Okay, so there's three things to do. Yeah. Follow the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Yes. And our handle over on instagram is what at run eat drink podcast at run eat drink podcast love that post and tag a and friend. tag a friend yep so three things to do on each platform this will be going live as soon as this episode goes up and we're going to run it through next monday okay yeah run it through next Monday before our next episode posts. Right. We will announce the winner or winners. Hers, plural. On next week's episode. Definitely. So we'll do that. Uh, make sure that uh, once you have entered that you are liking, liking us so that we can message you on either platform. Yes. So that we can get your contact information to ship out the swag bag to you once uh, that you've won. So, uh, yes. you know, Pretty cool stuff. We're very excited, and this is our way of saying thank you for sticking with us mm-hmm. and helping us grow over the last couple of years. That we we really enjoy doing this for you guys. And we hope you'll keep on listening and you'll participate because we want to share the love and show you some love. So celebrate our second anniversary with this. Thank you for sticking with us for two. We yes. look forward to an awesome third year. Next week, what are yeah. we doing? Next week is a training week. Training week. Man. Yeah. And we're still collecting some information and some tips and tricks about running in the heat because let's be honest, I mean, the long training runs are getting longer. They really are. And Although I've been I've been nursing an injury so I'm kind of laid up, but uh yeah. that's just me. Yeah, we're hoping you get better you're, soon. You're powering through the runs without I'm, me. I'm trying and they're getting the mileage is getting higher, 
And so is the temperature. So is the temperature and the humidity is the killer. Here. So another training week. Yes. Um, we're so, probably going to have a, maybe a quick bite next week. Sure. Yeah. Because um, we've still got some more stuff to share. Of course. Yes, we might have bonus from Disney. We might have bonus still yet from Huntsville to share with you. But if you have any tips or tricks for running in the heat, beating the heat, and making sure that you stay healthy in the heat and get your training runs done, don't forget to reach out to us at Info at runeatdrink.net or at 941-677-2733. Was that 941-677-2733? Yes, sir. You are correct. Okay. I was just making sure that it was 941-677-2733. And info at runeatdrink.net. Send us your tips. uh, Record a voice message at the phone number. uh, Send us email Email us a audio file at info at runningdrink.net. However you can tell us, if you can send us the audio file, we'd love to share it. If you just want to email us, we'll read it. Yeah. Maybe do some dramatic reading of it with some music and sound Flair, effects. maybe an accent. Do I'll some Foley work. I don't know. So, okay. Anyway, well, thanks that's, for listening to this episode. That's this week's episode of the Running yeah. Drink Podcast. Thanks and for helping us celebrate. In the book, 67 episodes, Yay. two years. Two years. And something like 70-something uh, quick bites. bites. So yeah, uh, like, yeah. pretty good amount of stuff out there. Yeah. So we hope you all are enjoying it. Thank you so much. Yes, for tuning in and tune in next week. Have a great run, race, anything you're doing, accomplishing, exploring, and indulging. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having a great third year because of your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Run Eat Drink Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Run Eat Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941 677 2733 or shoot us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.